Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin joins us this morning. Diane, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Dave? We're good. Glad to have you with us today. And I guess your town kind of gets turned upside down by all the uh, university students back in town, doesn't it? Well, I prefer to think we get filled back up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it's, it. Uh, it's, you know, that's an annual ritual, and we're um, very glad to see the students come back because the University of Illinois, is, as we all know, is the lifeblood of our community sure. on both sides of Wright Street. Yeah, for sure. And that's something, all the new building that you guys have done over the last couple of years, this is all coming into place now. You can hardly drive around Urbana without wondering where you are sometimes. <laughs> you get over on the well, campus or over on Lincoln and through there. Urbana is still the same, you know, wonderful, unique community. We're just, um, you know, filling in some empty spots and repairing, doing some much-needed repairs, especially on our major streets like Lincoln Avenue and Springfield. So, um, uh, you know, we're we're happy to see the the investment in Urbana and the growth and the fact that people want to live here and come here. So, you know, Don. I was driving south on Vine Street here all back, and I got just north of where your office is and everything. And, man, the new building there, and then you drive down the street, there's another new building on the left. It's kind of like driving through campus anymore. If you go through on Green Street, you can't even – you can hardly tell what town you're in anymore. Oh, well, I would I, – I, you can always tell which town you're in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, Green Street Green Street between Lincoln um, Avenue and Lincoln Square, I think, is one of the best, if not the best, example of what a, what we call a complete street should be. And, mm-hmm. and we managed to do it with keeping most of the beautiful trees on either side of the street. We curved the sidewalks to go mm-hmm. around the trees to save them. But on, on the other hand, we added – bike lanes and we have uh, very safe bus stops and accommodations for vehicles it's just um, it's just a really good example of of how we can accommodate everyone's needs and still keep the character and beauty of the neighborhood which I think we did and we're we're trying to do that in other places too sometimes you're more successful than others but yeah. but that's um, always the goal and right now we're focused on um, the design for our two new fire stations. Um, Ooh, one yeah. will be on the North Lincoln Avenue area and the other on South Philo Road to replace the two that are there. And wow. this is something you do every 50 to 75 years. So, yeah. so we, um, we're, you know, we're being very thoughtful about that. But if, if the public wants to know, the upcoming city council meeting on August 22nd, the architects and our public works director will be doing a presentation on these, um, and our fire chief will be doing a presentation on these um, plans, and the council has some decisions to make about options, um, you know, budgets and options and amenities yeah. that they want in each of these. So it would be a real interesting meeting to watch. I'll bet. Now, are they talking about adding to those buildings or turning them down and building a new one? They would be replacing those stations. Okay. Um, they they're they are in such bad shape. They're they're just not you know it's not cost effective to try to add on or remodel. Gotcha. But what the plans call for keeping the old stations, of course, functioning. Yeah. While the new stations are being built, so we have purchased land um, across the street 
from the old station on Silo Road and adjacent to the one on Lincoln Avenue. So service will continue from those stations while construction is occurring, but once construction is done, then we'll decide what to do with those buildings. I've seen this going on. I've seen this going on a lot of places because the fire trucks are so big anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a lot different from the way it used to be, and you've got to have bigger stations just to handle the equipment. Well, the equipment is bigger. Um, people are realizing that you need to do um, a lot more to protect the health of the firefighters who mm-hmm. who live there and sleep there, you know, yeah. 24 hours at a time. You have to have areas for decontamination, for um, cleaning, for showering, for um, keeping diesel fumes out of your living quarters. You know, there's a lot more recognition of the people yeah. in these stations in addition to the equipment, and that's uh, one of the pri- primary driving forces behind the need to um, to update these stations. And we're also preserving an option um, if we wanted uh, co-locating ambulance service in the stations as well. So we're trying to build these so that we could preserve as many, uh, to make them as flexible as possible and give us choices now and in the future. And yeah. again, we have to plan for the next 50 years. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a challenge, but it's, it's exciting. It's amazing how much that stuff has changed in the last 50 years. I mean, they roll out a fire truck with most ambulance calls, things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's just a lot of difference in the way things are done than they used to be. Well, right. Yeah. Most of the service calls um, our firefighters do are actually medical calls. Mm-hmm. And our, we have very highly trained firefighters to respond to medical calls as well. So people in our community, you know, we're, we're an ISO 1 rated uh, fire department, as is the Champaign Fire Department. And that's like maybe 300 departments in the entire country reach attain that rating. So we have extraordinarily um, good service for our communities. Well, that's, that's good to know. Mayor, I wanted to ask, we've got the uh, football season for the Illini coming up, and uh, you're planning for football Saturdays, or I think we do have a uh, Friday evening game coming up and so forth too, but you're planning your, uh, for your police and, and fire and, and uh, just an influx of people. And does that, does mm-hmm. the pl- do plans change as the Illini win more? Meaning, would, usually when the Illini win, obviously more people want to attend ball games. So, your planning and your approach to uh, to the football season? Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the things I um, learned when I took this office was what goes on um, behind the scenes. And we, we prepare um, with the university, with Champaign, the county, everyone. It's all hands on deck, and there's yeah. a very, very solid uh, plan in place for every single football game whether we have, you know, 20,000 fans in the stadium or 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it, it does. It takes a lot of planning and a lot of personnel. And um, there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a great deal that goes on behind the scenes to make sure things go smoothly and that people are in place to respond if anything happens. Um, and it's, it's, I was just in a meeting with the emergency services yesterday, actually, um, talking about things like this. And... Um, it's it's it it doesn't change you know if we have a it, it doesn't really mm-hmm. change that much depending on the numbers it's we have a we plan in advance well, and with Same that thing for the marathon or any big event sure when you have when you expect crowds like that yeah. yeah 
and just when what you were talking about, it just really kind of dawned on me the cooperation that not only you know you, Urbana, the county, even Champaign, the cooperation that has to go on for each of those games between all oh, of absolutely. you. Absolutely, mm-hmm. from the you know the county, the sheriff's department, Metcad. Um, Champaign police, Urbana police, and fire, um, and uh, state police as well. Sometimes, many times. So, so the levels of cooperation are um, from at all levels, and that's what it requires these days. Mm-hmm. So, we're blessed actually to to have such good partners in mm-hmm. all of this. Diane, that that brings up another topic here. Just briefly, I'd just like to know is with you as mayor how many meetings a week do you have to deal with uh i can't count that high. <laughs> and I, I suppose that changes on almost a daily basis too doesn't it yeah it does some meetings not many some some uh, some weeks not many some weeks a lot um yeah. there's a lot of phone calls meetings um events that I get invited to attend. Um, but, you know, that's part of the job. But yeah. um, And I have an open-door policy, so I'm always there, and um, there's a lot of impromptu conversations as well. But, sure. you know, that's part of the job. Yeah. So, All right. Well, Urbana, Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin. Diane, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Enjoy the students. We yeah. love them. That's yes. right. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. We got more coming up on DWS.